0: What's up guys, we're the Young Medical Influencers, and the purpose of this channel is to share ideas about how social media can impact your career as a healthcare professional. My name's Dr. Sammy, I'm a general cosmetic dentist in San Diego, and this is my lifelong friend, Greg. Uh, Greg, you wanna give an introduction? Yeah, sure, what's up guys? Um, I'm Dr. Greg, I'm an orthodontic resident at
1: UCLA. I'm actually the third year resident, so I'm about to be finished up here. And Sammy and I were roommates and classmates in dental school. And we always talked about the power of social media. And Sammy was always on the cutting edge, always trying to stay on top of this stuff. And he's a, a, a huge resource in all of this stuff. And we figured, you know, since we're both pretty active online, on Instagram, YouTube, um, all different forms, we figured, you know, what it's really valuable information that we've learned over these past couple of years. And we really want to reach out and share it with you guys, bring in people that are influential in the field and really grow something and learn from one another. Um, so, um, Sammy, I think we should just go ahead and get started with this podcast. I mean, I think the first question I love is it. something that you really brought up to me when I was in devil school and do you think social media is important in this era of healthcare providers?
0: You know, Greg, I think social media is extremely, extremely important. You know, the way I look at it is that let's just go into the dentistry industry. Cause that's my industry, you know, back in the day. To find a dentist, you'd have to go on a website, you'd search maybe the location, San Diego Dentist, let's say, for instance, you you go to the website, you, you look at a beautiful family photo of someone, and you have to make a decision on who's going to be your doctor for your lifetime. And I think social media gives you the chance to share who you are, educate people around you, and put yourself out there so that you can help people. But do you think that, like... When so you go what, to
1: look for a doctor, Dennis, do you like actively go and? I mean, I go to Yelp and I read the reviews. I don't go and search Instagram and see, wow, this person is funny. I mean, I don't go there. Do you think most people are going there?
0: You know, I think that's a really good point. I think right now when people are searching for doctors to provide health care to them, they're using majority uh, review sites. But I think if you use social media to educate people, to give them knowledge that they may have not known otherwise, to share what you've learned throughout your many years of education and you provide value to them, then they're going to be very grateful and they're going to want to go to someone who shows them the techniques. That's interesting. Uh, because tells them how to understand concepts that they don't understand. That's
1: interesting because the, the way I was thinking about it more was, okay – so people might not think that they need a dentist. or that It's like not on the front, you know, the first thing that people think about when they wake up in the morning. But, you know, if you're on Instagram and you're always in their face about, you know, this is my lifestyle, this is kind of what I'm doing. Um, they might recognize that, you know what, this is, a, this is a dentist. Shit, maybe I should go to the dentist. And then that's kind of how it is. It's not something where you'll search and end up at... You know, you're not gonna find a dentist on Instagram, or sorry, rather, you will find a dentist on Instagram, but you're not gonna be comparing or shopping dentists, doctors, optometrists, pharmacists, any of those things, on. Do Inst- you see what I mean?
0: Absolutely, and you know, I would also mention that there's also with social media, there's a way that you can be authentic with your audience. I just feel like, I feel like there's an eagerness to learn. You know. Nowadays, if I want to learn how to build a home or let's say, or construct something that I don't want to go to somewhere you're build, else. I just you're want building to do it homes now? I to, is that, is that your le- I'm, career? I'm not building homes now, but... I, th- I think what I'm trying to say is that people are seeking information. Yeah, people are more knowledgeable than ever and that they want to be, they don't want to be not in the know. Yeah. They want to know what's going on so that they can take control of their own healthcare. And as a social media influencer, as me, as I'm trying to be a social media influencer, I think that's... The difference. You want to educate people. You want to provide them value. You want to put the power into their hands so that they can make decisions for themselves. That's super true, because and I, think I mean, if that's you think the about it, I mean, when you do social when media.
1: i when I started online, uh, for those of you that don't know, I have a channel on YouTube called Braces Explained, where I literally explain just orthodontic procedures to the patients. And I just started this off because I felt like it would be a really good avenue to begin um, my YouTube career, and it took off. And the interesting thing is, a lot of these people are saying. You know what i they're looking up what's going on in the doctor's office they might not ask the doctor because a lot of people still feel that disconnect of that's the doctor i'm the patient i'm not gonna you know interfere with their day but they go home and they're curious about what's going on so i think that's a really good point i mean i picked up a lot of people and they're asking me questions saying you know what i'm too ashamed or I'm too shy to ask my doctor these questions and i think that exactly what you said instagram youtube all these social media fronts are bridging that gap between patients' paucity of knowledge and the doctor's, you know, superfluous knowledge. And it really increases the communication and makes it so that they feel more comfortable and they know what they're getting at their next appointment and what's going to happen at their next appointment, what to expect from a side effect of a drug, all those things. But see, this is where... You, I, you know... I, I'll go on. After you. All right, no, but I was going to say, this, this brings up a point of, you know, back in the day when we were applying to dental school and applying to college and all that stuff, we were scared. We were almost told to be afraid of social media. Um, don't post anything you'd be scared that the admissions committee would see. Don't post anything that's too personal. I mean, granted, yes, you sh- shouldn't be inappropriate on social media by any means, but they kind of said rein it in so that they don't have any reasons to not like you. Do you think that that still stands true for a pre-health student, or do you feel as though we're evolving to the point where admissions committees don't mind that what do you what's your what's your take on that
0: You know what I mean I think that you have to be smart and I, I think more and more people understand that what you put online is going to be there forever so the way I look at social media is I look at it as a tool i mean i 'm crafting content for my demographic I, I it's not like i'm posting pictures where i 'm you know, pounding back a shot of vodka and just going crazy. Yeah. Like, obviously, you, you don't want to put that information out there. And, and there's a certain way of presenting information and a certain level of censorship that maybe you shouldn't be putting out there. You you know, some aspects of your personal life is for yourself. And it's not for your followers. The pounding shot so, is for yourself. <laughs> <the> <laughs> pounding shot. No, but, but I mean, obviously, we went to the same school. So I know what you're talking about. There is, you know... There was a certain academic director who would mention, you know, you got to be careful what you put on. And she was actually right about that. But if you use social media in the right way, you can use it to your advantage to grow an audience, to educate an audience, and then to use that audience to do other things with your business. I mean, we're all doctors in this community, or at least that's what we're trying to engage a community of doctors and people in healthcare care. Um, and... I I just think you can use it in the right way. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. That's my but but then okay. So this goes
1: back to our lifelong debate on the topic. Uh, I I mean we disagree on this. We've talked about it, but do you think that it's ever too early to get started with social media? Like, do you think that you know if someone's aspiring to get involved? Do you think it's too early? I I think that there's definitely a time that's too early. But I want to hear what I want to hear your side of this.
0: What? Yeah, I I do. I definitely. You're crazy. You know what? I don't remember this person's name, but there's a kid reviewer. and I, This is just the business side of, of the industry. But he literally, it's a family. And it's a child who's like four years of age. And this kind of is on the tipping scale of like, should you be recording a child? <laughs> but either way, his YouTube channel, his YouTube channel is this kid opening up um, toys, playing with toys. I forget the name. I'll look it up and I'll put it down in the description if I can find it Link to the channel. And supposedly... He has a massive business where brands are coming to him, shipping toys, you know, paying, you know, obviously the kid and their family money. Man, and I think it's like a million dollar business. To
1: be the kid. He does, he's and probably think, not even getting any of the money. He's probably just getting the toys. I mean,
0: <laughs> I mean, this probably goes to like child labor and stuff like that. Like Matthew, what's, a, what's like? What's that guy from Home Alone? Whatever. The guy Culkin. That was like filmed Yeah. Like, you know, he. I think same thing. Happened. But anyway. either way. So, but I mean, but that's totally different. no. But what I'm trying to what I'm trying to <laughs> what I'm trying to say is this. What I'm trying to say is, maybe like there is a point where it's too early. But like, let's say you're in your professional schooling, I don't see why not start a channel. Why not oh, no, start that, a personal I, brand? Because I totally, when you start I totally a personal brand, there. it
1: takes forever. Yeah, no, it it, yeah. it that's definitely true. See, my thing was okay. In dental school, there's a lot of successful people or in medical school, they have a lot of students posting on social media and I think that's great. I think it's really, really good that they're doing that because they're developing their brand. What I'm saying is, okay, let's say you're an undergrad student. Well, I guess that's true too. You can be an undergrad student and talk about the process of getting into undergrad. My thing was when I first started residency, you always said, you know, get started with social media, get started with social media. And a majority of my time was spent actually just learning about what I was in residency to do, right? So, I mean, I'm not going to go out there and start teaching something that I have no idea what I'm talking about. But once I felt like, uh, I mean, I could have talked about dentistry, but I feel like you shouldn't jump in and be educating and sharing on stuff that you have no idea what you're talking about because people, like you said, are going to these websites as resources. So if you're posting things like, now I'm granted you shouldn't be putting medical advice or anything like that on these social medias. But if you're posting anything about like admissions to dental schools and you're still applying to dental schools or if you're talking about interviewing for medical school and you haven't even gone on your interviews yet, I think that's too I think that's too early. And I think people are gonna get a false sense of information. It's kind of like the Wikipedia scare when we were in high school and we weren't allowed to cite Wikipedia because anyone could write something. And the same thing happens here.
0: But, you know, just to play the devil's advocate, I mean, I'm not saying I don't agree with you. I do agree with you. But I still think that's up to the audience to decide. That's a good point. And and I think you're right. You you know, you're right that the the person who is like, let's, let's use the example of getting into a medical school or getting into a nursing school or optometrist school. And they're posting, oh, this is how to get in. You know what? I think if the audience values the content, maybe they value just the whole process, or maybe sharing the process of getting it. Whatever it is, the audience is going to decide because the viewership will go down if you're not that's, providing value. Exactly. Now you're right. The content may, I mean, the content may be misleading. The content may be false. So you do have to kind of look into. But but either way, I mean, in my opinion, I think it ultimately comes down to the to the demographic.
1: That that that's a really good so, point. Yeah. So do you think that so take-home point yes no question is it ever too early to start actually that's not fair because i don't, I don't have it i don't i don't know for i don't know if we're in agreement I, know, I don't know i don't know i think we kind of are i think we kind of are i think as we talked about it this time around. <laughs> i would say how about this i'm starting how about this less than slide. six
0: years of age
1: let's let's flip the page
0: <laughs> how about this less than six years of age no
1: four years of age okay i just want to make sure that you're on the record <laughs> okay, saying that four-year-olds four year of- should not be on on youtube yes four-year-olds
0: should not be on social media
1: <laughs> Okay. So basically let, let's, um, I mean, do you, do you have any advice to like the pre-dental or the pre, or I keep talking about dental, but you know, pretty much the pre-health. Do you have any advice for someone who is wanting to get involved in social media or let's say even a healthcare student? Do you, do you think that everyone has a place on here? And do you think there are certain social media platforms that are applicable for certain people? Like, do you think that for certain people, they should just stay off of this media or stay off of that media? Or you think, they should be everywhere all the time.
0: You know what? Okay, that's a great question. I think we should first start out by saying social media isn't for everyone. Not everyone wants to share information. Not everyone wants to put their face online. People value privacy. So I do it because I enjoy it. I love it. And because of the social media, I've gotten to learn about videography. I've gotten to learn about you know podcasts. We're making a podcast right now. This is brand new for me, and it gets me excited. Uh, and also, just engaging with a community of like-minded individuals and growing is something that I get energized. You can yeah, see, no, like, I'm, I'm definitely, energized definitely. about it. So, and it's
1: fun. I, you know, it's I, fun seeing the curiosity of people. Like, like on the YouTube channel, it's fun seeing patients that are so engaged. They come in, they sit in the chair, and they're kind of just there. But then you see them, and they go online, and they're looking up stuff, and they're actively engaging. Not only with me who's they're asking questions to but they're engaging with one another like one person said hey do you have any technique to do i don't know how, an easier way to put on your rubber bands for your braces right and i don't and i can't respond to comments every day i respond maybe once a week or something but which we we'll could talk about in another video but what another person did was like oh i use this tool so it's not only vertical but it's also horizontal you have a lot of these these patients that are talking with one another. And then now you're starting to get people that are patients and also interested in dentistry. So you're on so many different levels. Um, it's exciting. You get, you get this thing where you're reading it and you're like, man, I I can't see, I can't imagine what's next. It just, there's always a new chapter when it comes to this stuff. And I think you hit the nail on the head. This isn't for everyone. A lot of people don't want to put themselves out there. There's a lot about being vulnerable. That's really, really scary. Um, but you know what, once, once you dive into it, if you're that type of person, it's awesome.
0: So, so let me, uh, let me ask you this, just to give some people a little bit of a background about your story and my story, just so that they have some idea, you know, um, Greg and I are, were in the dental industry. I started a channel, San Diego Dentistry back in dental school. And it, it's been, you know, okay growth. I'm still have so much to learn and I'm, and I want to grow it more and more and more. And I post videos dedicated to the, patient dedicated to dentists and greg you know i kept on telling greg you need to do videos no one in the orthodontic industry is doing it it's a niche that isn't it isn't taken and he was you know obviously he's in his residency it takes a lot of time to make videos eventually he ended up doing it and he had massive success massive success right now i believe it's over eighteen thousand subscribers and um i guess what i'm trying to get to is from my community of people i've learned a lot from my um Followers I get comments where I'm like I'm starting to understand how patients are thinking and what questions are really on their mind I never had that before. Yeah. so do you notice anything with your patient population on on your? Uh, Braces explained uh, YouTube that that you've realized come to realization about what people want right, to right
1: right no definitely definitely I mean if you watch like the first video I made it was like an introduction and just the one topic of like spacers I posted and I told him who I was and I said, you know, if you have questions and ideas for videos, leave them below. And it was insane how much support I got from that. I got so many questions. And from that, I was like, okay, perfect. I'm understanding what these people want. I'm getting a list of upcoming videos. And from there, I grew. I mean, literally, I can talk and I think we should talk. Um on another episode about growing and really understanding your audience. but once you get a grasp, the problem is is getting that first niche market grabbing onto a certain topic. And once you're locked in on that, you develop, you constantly grow and it feeds its own it feeds itself. But we'll talk about you know, develop understanding your audience because it is such a vast, vast topic and it's one that's, yeah, you understand it today. But tomorrow, you have a few new followers, totally different oh. market. So you have no idea where it's going. Totally agree. But you have to be you know, able to adapt. You can't be rigid and say, this is my only audience, and this is the audience I'm going to stick with. I mean, for the sake of even this, I mean, we were talking to – I mean, I talk to orthodontic patients, which are mostly kids. I have some adults. um, but this is a totally different audience. I'm trying to reach out to healthcare providers because I think it's fun. I think it's fun to share this message, and it's still on that, you know, on that platform of social media. So I think we should. I think oh, yeah. we should kind of and, I, and I'm still the the, cur- uh, the curb of like curb the conversation about audience for a longer, the... a longer. Then let's podcast. do this.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's a lot. Of, I mean, I'm still trying to find my demographic. We have to we have to you know, spend a lot of time on that because evaluating your content over and over again as you post videos, mm-hmm. which means going back to what you were saying about when to start. You start right now, and then you start to understand. But um, let's go on to our next question. I have one right here. So there's so many different platforms out there, Greg. There's so many. Yeah. There's there's you know iTunes podcasts. There's YouTube. There's making a website, making a blog post, there's Instagram, there's Snapchat. There's so much out there. I guess, which one should you get started on? I mean, I don't even know how you would answer that question, but which one would you get started on?
1: I think the the most common answer to this is to start with what's the most popular now. So, a lot of people are starting on Instagram. I kind of did this backwards. I started on YouTube. I had an Instagram, obviously, I had my personal Instagram. But it's lot easier to grow because everyone's on there. You pull out your phone, you have a couple seconds. You hop on Instagram. You don't pull out your phone, go on YouTube and start watching the video. But that was kind of where I started. I really think that you start with what's popular and then you expand. But I think the big, big um, thing that's interesting about that is you can't be afraid to change. Everyone thought that MySpace was here to stay back in the day. So if you were in on MySpace, <laughs> I mean, it's gone. People were on Snapchat. They thought Snapchat was the avenue to success. It's nah, I'm not going to say it. it's gone, but it's nothing like what Instagram is, right? <laughs> so the thing is, is you start on one, but you can't, you know, stick your flag in the ground and be like, this is my social media. This is where I'm going to stay. It's definitely an area where, yeah, you could start there. That's fantastic. You should start there, but you have to grow and you have to be willing to give up what you started to move to another primary type of social media. I mean, do, would you agree or do you think that there is a social media that is the right one
0: so you know i i totally agree i was actually this morning in preparation for this podcast listening to gary vaynerchuk gary v uh you know he's built a social media empire and he was talking about all these different platforms and he was saying that they're all important for different reasons. You know, he still believes Facebook is one of the most important things for business. He's saying Instagram has now, it's entering into people that are in their 50s or 60s are starting to join yeah, Instagram. Yeah, I've, I've so noticed that. It, it applies to everyone. Yeah. yeah and that, that just happened recently. And then he even says Snapchat has its place. I mean, he was talking, so I think everything has its place. It's hard to determine where to start i think it's but gary has to be very true to you
1: gary v is kind of just like a shotgun approach he has his data he has his content and he just blasts it everywhere whether it's useful not useful i mean he has a team for this stuff but a lot of us are going to be starting off without a team so you have to be strategic you're not going to be going and posting on snapchat because it's just so it's like drops in the water it drops in the sea it's very very small but you put it on instagram
0: and you just great I think you hit it right on the point. These people, there's some people that have teams, and yeah. we're one one person, and we're creating. And what what do we do? We're doing our content on the weekends. I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a general cosmetic dentist. I I work from you know seven to five, sometimes seven to six, Monday through Friday, right. and then. I have to formulate ideas. I I enjoy it. That's like my second job at night, six to nine, creating in the nine to 10, you go to the gym and live your life and have time for your relationship. So it's definitely hard. So that's why you can't spread yourself too thin until you... Put in a system that works and gary v his main thing is creating micro content you create one long piece of content then you chop it up for each individual platform and that can be a whole yeah yeah, exactly exactly so um but
1: i mean you think i i I, i think that social media is the website of our previous generation it used to be you know you put yourself on the website and you hope someone searches you you hope right now I think it's yeah you almost yeah. have to be in people's faces all the time. It, it, it's almost incessant, but you post. You know you don't put all dentistry or anything, or at least I don't. You have to show them that you're a person, but you have to also kind of just be like, hey, isn't this important? Isn't this important? And you just kind of like <laughs> nudge at people. Hey, <laughs> but I think I think that it's it's um it's interesting, and I think it's a lot of fun, and I think that this podcast can be really useful. I think we should definitely bring in people from other sides of healthcare. You know, we should bring in nurses, we should bring in physicians, optometrists, I mean, uh, pharmacists. Literally, there's so many things to talk about, but we all have a common denominator. The common denominator is being active on social media is the next trend in healthcare. I I truly believe it. I think it might not be for all types, but I think it's gonna be definitely for most. And I think a lot of people are trying to, a lot of people are trying to determine their career choice based off of social media. These days you see a lot of people that are on YouTube saying like, oh man, this guy has a cool lifestyle. I want to be like this person and if that person ends up being a healthcare provider. That's, that's fantastic. I mean, it's never a bad thing to be a mentor, an educator, um, and a, a figure so. I think.
0: You know, I would say this just just to all, just really quick, Greg, to all of our followers, you know, I know that we're just starting, so we're going to have very limited people watching initially, but I I encourage you guys to leave a comment. I I want this. I mean, I think Greg and I want this to be a community of people. We're not saying we know everything. No, we really. are far from that. Yeah. But I want to connect with people. I want to bring people on that are already killing it on Instagram, killing it on Snapchat, killing it on YouTube, and, and share ideas and, and share growth. And, and I think that's, kind of, that's another purpose of, uh, of Young Medical Influence. Definitely.
1: And I think that just like how I did on my YouTube, I think it's critical, please, please, if you guys have ideas, for what you want to hear about. Um, please leave them in the comments of the video, the podcast, wherever you see this, leave it there. We'll actively be looking at it and trying to either answer the questions ourselves or bringing on people that are professionals in that realm. In that realm. So like, you know, if there's someone that wants to talk about Pinterest, I know nothing about Pinterest, but if you, you know, you bring on someone, <laughs> you bring on someone that's, you know, doing well on there. And I think that's it. In healthcare, we're always taught, don't overstep your boundaries, do no harm. So I think that with this, we should also follow that principle of doing no harm. Don't try to act like you know something you don't know. Bring it on. Bring on someone. I think that's the next step in our um, journey as young medical influencers, us being me, Sammy, and all of you guys that are watching and listening to this video. Um, So I think on that note, we should wrap this bad boy
0: up. Uh, Sammy, book recommendations? Yeah. You got one? I love it. You know what? I I think that's a great idea. You know what? The last book that I read was, I believe it's called Crushing It. There's Crush It by Gary Vee. There's Crushing It. I know Gary Vee is a controversial person. Not everyone uh, loves his ideas, but it's actually been pretty amazing. Um, in Crushing It, he basically takes um, the stories of people who are killing it in their respective industries and how they use social media to uh, basically make a living. And so he talks about how some people use Amazon Associates. He talks about how some people, you know, they they started posting videos uh, and then they became, they made money that way. And um, and he talks about how you can take your industry, use social media to have another business on the side. And it's a really interesting Interesting. book. Um, Not for everyone. I love it. um, And I would recommend it to those of you out there that are looking to get some stories. Nice. Good stuff. What about you? Um, I just
1: finished up Miracle Morning, the Miracle Morning, and it's basically a book about you know waking up one hour before your scheduled time and using that hour for your <clears throat> for your own like reflection, meditation, um, just basically giving yourself an hour to start your day. It talks about how like the morning is like the rudders for the day. If you start your day by snoozing, you're gonna create a day of
0: procrastination. So it's pretty cool. Pretty. It's a, it's. A, oh, that that's wait just. Quick on that—that's awesome. I've heard about that before. Yeah. I've heard about how you're really you're more productive in the morning, and then just taking like ten minutes out of the day to plan out your day yeah. in the morning is is amazing. Do you do you do that right now? I'm just not, curious. I'm, not,
1: I'm waking up earlier, so I've I've upped it up during the week. I'm trying I haven't moved it up to weekends yet because weekends are kind of still my time. Um, but I've been waking up like five thirty every day, <laughs> giving this giving myself an hour, and then getting on social media, responding to comments, responding to subscribers, all that kind of stuff. Just trying to you know stay relevant and applicable so i mean I'm, I'm giving myself the time to me and then my community and then to my um program and education right when i get into seeing patients and then um nighttime like you said is, is more for us and our, our relationships and how that goes but um
0: I, I love it man hey do you want to close it out no you got it close it out all right <laughs> Well, I mean, I okay, always guys, clo- I always what, this... close
1: out my YouTube in a very similar way. I go Dr. Greg out, so that's pretty much how I end it. And
0: and I, and I'll just say this: you know, uh, young medical influencers. It's a new kind of show podcast. If you're interested, please follow us, like us, subscribe. If you want to know anything else, if you want us to, call, you know, go to people who are killing it, give us some names and we'll contact. Sammy will contact that four year old. I'm excited for this want. channel. I'm excited for this channel, and I can't wait for the next one. Uh, what's the next topic, Next Greg? topic
1: is understand. No, no, different. Next topic is going to be about um, getting started on social media, what you need, the tools, the resources, the know-how. We're going to go over all that. I think it's going to be an awesome one, and I think it's going to be pretty straight to the point. Do you need that DSLR camera, or is iPhone enough? We'll see you next time.
0: I love it. See you next time, guys. Peace. Later. Bye.